0: Welcome to the Super Sentai Brothers, this is the wrap-up episode of Licensed to Car Ranger, the internet's best and only podcast dedicated to Gekiso Sentai Car Ranger. Every week we have been watching an episode of the show, and sharing our thoughts about it with you, the listeners. And this is our sort of, uh,
1: it's our our victory lap of sorts, Dave. Yeah, Matt, it is. And it feels real good. This is actually one of my favorite episodes that we do every year. Uh, The only thing that bums me out about it is that we can only do one per year, because it necessitates watching... Like I, <laughs> like I like watching. Yeah, the yeah, show, yeah, But it necessitates watching an entire season just to do this one episode. So
0: that's yeah. Not- on on one hand, this is the episode where it's it's the easiest to do because there wasn't an episode that we had to watch, and we don't do the five stars. We just hop an, right in and an start episode recording that we had to watch. Right, but <laughs> <laughs> there were forty eight episodes that we had to watch.
1: Yeah, so uh if this is your first season that we, with that we us. we got to watch. We got to watch that we delighted in watching. Um so as I said, if this is your first season with us, how we kind of do this is it's just a uh, it's a retrospective episode. So we kind of take a look and and It is a
0: free-wheeling conversation. Yeah, yeah. it's certainly get it, is. Dave, because uh cause of cars. <laughs> oh,
1: because car ranger. Uh Sorry, Matt. I didn't process that, um, and I'm not laughing at the joke itself. I am should, laughing that should be, you though. made the joke because it should be laughing the
0: joke. It's pretty good joke, actually. Um,
1: and then we we kind of go through, and we do some compare and contrast, um, and rank it, rank some elements of it against other seasons. Like, you know, how did we like, uh, you know, this versus that? Uh, it's a it's it's a lot of fun. We dig doing it. So
0: yeah, so Dave, I guess before before we start getting into the specifics, because We will Uh, give me a quick (laughs) unsettling
1: degree of specifics.
0: (laughs) Uh, Give me a quick gut check, like how 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 would you like it? We've we've watched five of these now. Like, what was your what are your sort of preliminary takeaways? So we can sort of set the stage for the rest of this discussion. Yeah, for sure. Know where we're coming from. So
1: okay, before I actually say anything, and this is the caveat I think we do every year. Um, even if it sounds like we're saying some negative stuff about the season uh, we we really enjoy there hasn't been a season of sentai that i've been like this is garbage and i hated watching it and and i wish we had never done it like i like all of these seasons so oh, sure. really yeah this is all um, you know this is all ranking within the context of sentai which i all which i already really enjoy uh, so if, in that being said um I, it was okay it was okay. It wasn't... Well, okay, wait. Let me let me take that back, actually. I liked it. I did like Good. it. Good. I'm, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. Well, like I spent I a mean,
0: okay. year on it. It would be disappointing well, to find I, out now that you didn't enjoy
1: yourself. As I say, with even within the context of Sentai, I like, I, I enjoyed it. Um. So, like, it was better than... I liked it better than O-Ranger. I'll say I'll say that much. Although O-Ranger did have its moments, obviously. O-Ranger
0: did have its moments. O-Ranger ended super well.
1: Yeah, it did end super well. So And it here started
0: is... super well. It had a rough most of the middle.
1: No, I mean, listen, it, it,
0: <laughs> I liked O-Ranger as well. But, um, like, so yeah, I, I like this better than O-Ranger.
1: Here's what I think I'll say about Car Ranger. Car Ranger is a weird one. Because it is. it was supposed to be... And, it, like, it is very much, by design, a spoof on Sentai. And it, it like, messes around with and goofs on the, like, extremely formulaic tropes that, that Sentai kind of relies on. Now, so I think what I would say is, as a, like, meta joke for, like, if you watch Sentai here are some very silly things and we're all going to like enjoy the fact that they're silly together and kind of poke fun at them in that way, but in like a loving way, that was fantastic. Yoshio Urasawa, who's like the head writer on this season, um, I think very clearly knew what he was doing and did a fantastic job of of like doing that part of it. As an actual sentai series like if this was my first foray into sentai like obviously like maybe in that sense like it wouldn't be like you know you're not meant it's not for you in that way right Um, but honestly
0: like if i was a kid and this was the first i mean okay if i was a kid and this was the first season i watched like i would be a kid and watching superheroes it would it would still be fun but even if i if this was like the second or third season like the jokes are not super deep cuts, right? Like, you get the humor of this if you have even sort of a passing familiarity with the Sentai formula, it feels like.
1: Yeah, I, I think that is fair to say. Um, and so, yeah, like, uh, this one one half of it, I really, really dug. And then the other half of it was like, eh, it's, it was fine. It was a fun season of Sentai. It was not, like, a, a real standout. In in the way that like say like Die Ranger or Jetman was right. Um, the one thing I will say for for Car Ranger, I feel like they paid a lot more attention as an overall, as an as a as a as an average. I feel like they paid over a lot of more attention to the giant robot fights in this show. I think they did some they did a lot more like weird, interesting, fun stuff with. With that, like, like there was this one where uh, Kyojice like fighting a dude on top of RV Robo, uh, like that was very cool. The yeah, like the choreography for those things, the giant robots, tended to be a lot cooler.
0: Well, but but unfortunately, I think the trade off of that is when they weren't in the giant robots, the fight choreography was really nothing to write home about.
1: Yeah, it was sort of like actively actively boring like um,
0: the, the the fight choreography in Jetman, I think did great storytelling even when the like the actual choreography wasn't amazing. Uh, I think the fight choreography in Cocky uh, Ranger and especially Die Ranger are really good.
1: Yeah, those are and, both very, very good.
0: And in O Ranger, the fight choreography itself is fine. but I remember the way that those fight scenes were shot like just like the like the the camera work during Yeah, the they were doing scenes. a lot
1: of like like really long, long shots and like circling around buildings to see like different elements of the fight. It was really that, very
0: That doesn't happen in Car Ranger.
1: Yeah, car the the person fight seemed very much sort of like an afterthought. So even I felt like chase, that
0: was. Even like the driving around chase stuff is not filmed in a particularly exciting way, which is disappointing for a car or for a show that is at least theoretically centered around cars.
1: Yeah, um so, I mean, I guess that's kind of... We've sort of been talking about it. But how about you, man? Like, where's your... You know, sort of where are you at with this guy?
0: That's fine.
1: That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, no.
0: I, I agree with you in in a lot of ways. I, I think it was a very fun show. I think that the things that it did well, it did really well. I don't think it tried to do things... I don't think that there's anything in the show where it tried to do something and failed. I think that the things it went for, it succeeded in. And the other things, it just kind of didn't care about.
1: That's a very good way to say it. It did seem, yeah, everything that they weren't actively trying to do did end up seeming a a bit like an afterthought. So, okay, so that's sort of the season as a whole, Matt. So the next thing that we do is that we just take a look. We kind of break it down um, piece by piece, element by element. And we we kind of rank it and talk about uh the the different specifics. So the first guy we're going to talk about is uh, the man the myth the legend uh Dapu, he's not a man, he's the, a child. The,
0: the child the myth the legend. The, the last is
1: Almost sort of except the, the penultimate one. The penultimate is Yeah, who is an actual man myth and legend, uh Dapu. Dapu. Well, I mean so that, kinda, that
0: guy was the lone wolf of the universe.
1: Yeah, so we go through we kind of chat about the uh the other Um, mentor characters because there's always one of these mentor characters there's always yes thankfully there's not always a dapu but there is always a dapu shaped hole that someone can (laughs) there's a
0: dapu shaped hole in
1: all of our hearts dave (laughs) (laughs) so um okay so dapu himself he's Man, he's a
0: weird one. He is a weird one because here's the thing: Dapu does function as their like guide mentor character, but only sometimes. Like well, he's a kid. Dapu is a bad mentor, but a, actually a pretty good character.
1: Okay, okay, so this is the thing I gotta. I think I he's, really have he's to think bad at this.
0: his job, but he doesn't. He's not a bad
1: part of the TV show. So here's the thing, and this is tough for me. Um, but I think when we're talking about this, we have to do our best to sort of divorce the character of Dapu from the character design of Dapu and, like, the the horrifying, like, foam rubber, like, Flesh Yoda puppet that he is. So, like, if you can sort of imagine Dapu, like, try to transpose Dapu into something that doesn't look so awful and then sort of think about his character. Or
0: even just imagine what, like the platonic ideal of Dapu. Cause Dapu, like the idea of his yeah, design... Yeah, like I guess the drawing
1: isn't weird. Is
0: kind of like a like a like a I mean it's sort of like a baby Yoda. And that's yeah. all the rage right now.
1: <laughs> so here is okay. So here's what I think is actually very cool about Dapu. Uh I feel like they did a great job of getting in the idea that Dapu is a kid. Uh, but that he is a kid who's like from an alien race. So he's not, he's not exactly like an earth kid. Um, And he is also a kid that is, is dealing with stuff that is in many ways, sort of like way beyond his pay grade, right? Like in theory, VRV master should have been the dude who was kind of there from the beginning, but for whatever reason he wasn't. And I feel like Dapu really captures that very, very well. Like, he's he's doing stuff, and he's, uh, you know, he's like a young teenager. But also, you never forget that. Right, yeah. We and, don't. The Rangers seem to pretty frequently. Well, do. you know,
0: <laughs> as I said throughout the show, until they meet VRV, like until, okay, they never see VRV Master without his
1: helmet, right? Yeah, that's, no, they don't.
0: I guess at the end, they get to know the fact that VRV Master is Dapu's dad, and then, I don't know, the, the idea that they are aware that he is 12 really sort of feels nebulous to me. Like, I think that maybe they think he is 16.
1: Yeah, You know, or, like, or he's something. definitely,
0: like, a little younger than them, but... He, Because when he shows up, he's like, hey, I am, like, this alien who has all this extra knowledge and you have to listen to me. And here's all your superpowers and your giant robots. Like, they don't respond to him as though he's a kid. And I think that, like, he sort of responds to that energy in a way where, like, when he has to act like an adult, he can... But then when he is presented with an opportunity to not have to act that way, like as the Rangers become more responsible, when Signalman is there to help, especially when VRV Master shows up, he kind of reverts a little bit to acting more like a kid. And I yeah. think if if it was being written that way on purpose, I think that that's a very interesting uh, character like, you know, way to write that character.
1: I think you can give him the... I think you can give him the credit for that. He's also kind of weird because, like, his... Um, well, as you're sort of saying, his, his, like, competency changes sort of depending on what they need him narratively to be able to do. Like, with other right. character... Or with other, like, mentor characters, they will sort of enter or exit the scene as necessary. Or, like, they will be more or less present in the series... As necessary, but, like, what they are capable of doing as characters is, like, pretty uh, static. Whereas Dapu is kind of always there.
0: Yeah, Dapu is more a, like, member of the group than, say, like, a Kaku, or certainly, like, a Sandayu is. Sandayu is the guy who was in uh, Kaku Ranger, but only in, like, a third of the episodes.
1: (laughs) Well, he, he like, actively dies, like he like very, it's part of the story. Like he he dies or something. So um does Sandayu die. I'm pretty sure he does. He like
0: Man, may, I forget so much of these series the second we start on a new series.
1: Yeah, no. Sandayu goes to like he does a sort of like nope last, uh like last stand. Like I'll hold them off here. Like you guys run sort of thing. And and like I'm pretty sure that that dude dies. I might be making that up. So, uh, for our mentor characters...
0: dude, we, I forget about the old shows so much that when I did... I was doing a quick re-listen of our wrap-up to O-Ranger, and I had completely forgotten about the character of Gunmajin, who was in, like, eight episodes.
1: Oh, dude! Wow, yeah, Gunmajin. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, he's stabbed to death by his own sword. Oh, cool. By... Where to go, Sundayu. You. By Young Noble Jr. Young Noble Jr. does it. Um,
0: Oh, then he must be out of the show He must have been out of that show early Because Young Noble Jr. does not last that whole show
1: No, he doesn't No, Sunday he's out in like, again He's out in like the first Oh, no, he makes it episode 31, it says So Anyway Our mentor character so far And this is in order Because we've done this ranking in the past Is the Chief from Jetman Of course Who we love forever and is amazing um she is man i kind of don't want to like spoil too much for you if like this is your first season and you're planning on going back and listening to previous seasons uh the chief rules she rules at the beginning uh and she never stops really like she's so great i love her so much um so the chief is number one she's she's up at the top uh after that is master kaku master who is kaku, the mentor course, character
0: uh from uh die ranger He was great. He was secretly one of, like, from the race of evil villains and had, like, defected to the side of good generations ago. And then there's, like, this twist at the end where they find out about it and then they have to fight him when he's, like, reluctantly brought back into the side of evil. But, like, dude, Kaku is great. Kaku is... Kaku also does throw a machete at, uh the the red ranger's head in the beginning of the first episode well he doesn't
1: he doesn't throw it Tough so love. much as he sort of like telekinetically like shoves it at him like real he doesn't like overhand toss it. Is what I'm saying, he, right, like, right? 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 He blasts it at he him. He
0: uses magic to almost stab Rio in the head. It's yeah. It's it's a, it's a heck of an introduction, guy. Yeah,
1: it's an awesome introduction. Because what's great about it is he like ah, he's just like ah, you dodged. You must be the Red Ranger. Like you have like great direne die dy power in you. Uh, which did lead us to question like how many potential candidates did he go through before he realized that this dude was the guy. Um, So underneath that is at spot number three right now is the chief from O-Ranger. He has a longer title, but they just call him chief uh, for most of it. Uh, He is great when
0: he is in the show, but he's kind of, he sort of comes and goes like in the moments where they give him a lot to do. He's really great. He's actually the, uh, he, it is the actor who played the Blue Ranger in the very first season of Sentai.
1: Yeah, that dude actually has been around. Uh, he, yeah, he, again, he did that. And he also was in, like, uh, com- or, uh, not a Kamen Rider series, uh, uh, th- Metal th- Hero.
0: I think he was in Jakku as well, wasn't he?
1: Yeah, he was in Jakku. He may have been... He may have, Yeah, I think he was in Jakku, and then he was in a Metal Hero series. And he may have done a Kamen Rider series as well. I'm not sure about that. But that dude's been doing um, Takusatsu stuff, like, forever. So, yeah, as Matt said, like, he has these, like, amazing moments, but he's just, like, not in a really large percentage of the episode. And then that actually brings us down to Sandayu, who's at slot number four, Um, in the same way. Like, he's a fun character. He's, like, a weird, like, a weird uh, sort of, like, wandering samurai dude who just sort of, like, shows up and, like, says some mysterious things and, like, blasts a dude with his sword. Like, he's neat but he's he's very he's just not very present and then he does die in the 30th episode so yeah. then he's just absolutely not present he's just gone so he's number 4 not necessarily because we don't like him um he's just kind of not not there very much
0: so on that list where do you think dapu goes okay I, well I, man I, dapu dapu can be either repulsive or annoying sometimes But he isn't a bad character. And also, like, in those first two episodes when he first... Like, he shows... The problem with Dapu is that he has such a strong start and then never reclaims it. Because in the first two episodes... I don't know, it's a very, very end. He's great. Okay, that's true. But in the first two episodes, he's, like, the last survivor of an exploded planet. He busts... He, like, just strolls into... into, like, the evil bar. Jumps up on top of the bar... Tells everyone that he's going to destroy them with car magic, teleports to Earth.
1: Then just starts blasting. By right. The way. Like
0: gathers a bunch of people to him. And then when they refuse to fight, he like goes into action by himself against uh Zelmota. Yeah. Um It's very he's... good. And then he kinda hangs out in the garage for a season.
1: Right. And then he has a lot of um a lot of what makes him really cool is, he, is he's got this like very well, we talked about Dappu a lot, um, all already, um, but he has a lot of like fun characteristics, and his arc as a character is very cool. Um, but he doesn't like, yeah, he, he never reclaims that like totally baller, like rolling in and just wrecking wrecking fools um, vibe that he had before.
0: So, what do you think? Below the O Ranger Chief, but
1: above Sandayu. Yeah, I was gonna say, I gotta start from the bottom of this. Like, he's not a he's not the chief from Jetman, obviously. He's not Master Kaku. Um Yeah, I think that's a good spot for him. Because even at his his best moments, he's he's a cool character because he is very, like, empathetic. And you really like you could kind of feel for him. Um, but I never looked at Dapu and it would be like, oh, man, like, holy cats. Like, he doesn't lead a secret rebellion while the car rangers are busy, which is what the chief from O-Ranger does. Yeah, uh, But he is better than Sandayu, who is fun and, and kind of cool, but is sort of a non-persona non-grata. Yeah. Um, so, okay. yeah. I'd say, yeah, I think I think spot number four is, is a good spot for Dapu there.
0: Okay, so what do we want to talk about next? The villains?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just real quickly, sorry. I did use the phrase persona non grata. That is not what I meant. I used that wrong. He's just not there. Okay. I I don't like hate him, which is apparently, which is, I may even, I don't use the phrase persona non grata a lot. And I'm suddenly afraid that I've been using it wrong just forever. (laughs) Because what it actually means is an unacceptable or unwelcome person not an absent person. So well, so regardless, that. uh regardless. Okay, so the he's just not there. So anyways, uh boss list. So this is a much longer list and I feel like we might want to run through it real quickly kind of with with who's on there right now. Yeah. So at the very top of the bosses and lieutenants is Gray from Jetman, mm-hmm. who is a robot who likes to smoke and listen to classical music and falls in love with a maybe not a human woman, but, like, falls in love uh, and has this, like, amazing rivalry with one of the Rangers. Uh, Gray's fantastic. Below him, actually, is Young Noble Jr. from yeah. O-Ranger. He was one of the highlights, I think, of O-Ranger. Um, oh,
0: absolutely. Uh, Young Noble Jr. is, like, the son of the actual main villain. Uh, he's... He's like a skeleton soldier man with an electric guitar who turns everything, he, he everything turns to skulls, Tave. Yeah, just when so he is nice. around. He's got a song about it. Oh um, yeah, he has got, like a whole music video about it. He has a castle full of mist
1: and like a team of evil rangers. Below him is Renegade from uh, Jetman also. Uh, and then Shaddam from Die Ranger. And they're just both like they're very good villains, they're very menacing, they develop sort of like rivalries with the Rangers. Uh they they each have sort of like a handful of of empathetic moments. I think Radigate more than Shaddam, which is why he's higher on the list. Um and then Shaddam is also very high on the list just for sheer like balls out craziness. Yeah. Um he's a madman and I love it. Uh, Below him?
0: him? Uh, are we going to go, like... I mean, this is a long list. Are we going to go through every bit of it?
1: No, I guess we, we don't really need to. The, the, um, the, so the, there's... Bo- the
0: bottom of the list, so you get a ideas to who's down there, is Bomber the Great from O-Ranger, who is actually pretty cool, but is only in, like, ten episodes. Yep. So we sort of had to ding him points for, like, just actual output. And then you get characters like uh, Zydos... Who like listen, Zydos was definitely one of the three main villains through most of Die Ranger, but he's you know, like he's the Goldar to Shadam's Rita Repulsa, right? Like he's there, but he's like the lower tier. And then Empress Multiwa, who straight up, I don't remember who Empress Multiwa is.
1: She was that also a Ranger? It is O Ranger. She is the. She starts off as Princess Multiwa, If that helps oh, you.
0: Oh sure, yeah, of course.
1: Um, yeah, she starts off. She's like the the bride of Kaiser slash like Prince Prince Bull, Bull Bull, 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 Bull. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. So I think we got to start with uh, Grotch and and Zelmoda.
0: So honestly, does Grotch even make the list? Like, Zelmoda, yes, I feel like is enough of a character to get on the list. Grotch, man, Grotch isn't even a Goldar. Grotch is like a finster.
1: Yeah, okay, that's He's true. like a
0: and baboo. He's around, but I don't know if we need to bother putting him on the list.
1: Okay, yeah, I, I think that's fair. I don't think Grotch, he, he needs a spot. So, um, Zelmoda. I am... I'm kind of starting from the bottom up with Zelmoda. He's not a you know he's he's not in that that top tier uh for me he's got a horrifying look he looks very very bad and i don't like to look at him ever right Same so, I mean, he, he's a villain so i guess that sort of works in his favor but like this sure. dude's face is. if you have watched power rangers i didn't know this matt told me this if you've watched power rangers and you watched whatever the season that power rangers is based on turbo. whatever season of power rangers is based on that's although turbo. he
0: actually sticks around after turbo
1: Oh, does he? But didn't you tell me they actually had to change, like, they got a different mask for him? Because his face is so unsettling. The
0: face looks similar uh, to how it looks in the Sentai, but they make him look a little more goofy. The same way that um, when Gynamo got moved over to Power Rangers, they changed his face a little bit and got rid of, like, his weird long tongue.
1: Yeah, that's probably that's probably good. So, um, I definitely like him better than than Empress slash Princess Multiwa, who's just like a non entity. Yeah, um, and I probably like
0: him better than Zydos. Like, remember that time that he rode his motorcycle so fast that he broke through the speed force and like got oh, an yeah, evil- Oh that is very good. And like freed a like dirt bike genie to give him
1: superpowers. That was excellent. But then he does betray President Gynamo and he also pulls that move where he pretends to be VRV master. And that makes me hate him a lot. Yeah. So, um, but I do like him better than Zydos. Uh, okay, so then we're up into Bomber the Great. And then Akamaru from uh, Die Ranger. Uh, actually, I don't think we're even going to get to Akamaru. I don't think he's as cool as Bomber the Great.
0: No, yeah. Like, Bomber the Great. Bomber the Great's in a weird spot because I actually do really like him. We had to ding him on, like, just number of episodes. Yeah, he's only in, like,
1: nine episodes or something.
0: Even though, but even though Zelmud is in the show a lot, I don't think any time that he's in the show is as cool as, like, the. Combined episodes of Bomber the Great.
1: Yeah. So, okay. So, I th- yeah, I think that's a fine spot for him. So he comes in just underneath, just underneath Bomber the Great. Uh, and then, who do we have?
0: Uh, let's see. We I, I, I want to end with Gynemo
1: Who else? Well, there's. Oh! Oh! um What's his name? The, the mid season, like the. Oh, Richie Hiker. Richie, Hiker.
0: Richie Hiker.
1: Thank you. Totally forgot about that guy for a second. Well, um, Richie
0: Hiker's weird. He shows up in, like, episode, what, 8? And then in, in, like, episode 15 or whatever, he absorbs all of the evil energy in the universe. And that's you, a
1: very good moment for him.
0: Right, and then he, and he, like, gets a different color scheme, and he takes over the Bozoke and kicks out Gynamo, and Gynamo has to, like, go down to Earth and get a, get job, a job at a, a chinko parlour parlor. Yep.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right.
0: And like, and you think that that's how the whole season is going to go, and then like two episodes later, Richie Hiker is dead, and Gynamo is back on Barabari. Like, dead kind
1: of out of nowhere. You're like, wait, that can't possibly be the end of Instructor Richie Hiker, and it totally is.
0: <laughs> but I like him. He's he's an interesting like sidestep mid season, and I also liked his dynamic with the Bozo before he turned like super evil. Like when he was just kind of bad at his job and fleecing them for uh just like to get more money for continuing to be their evil consultant because he was like an outside consultant. He wasn't part of the gang.
1: <laughs> That's right. And he like
0: <laughs> and Gynamo like acknowledged that he wasn't that good, but he had such reasonable rates that he just couldn't move on from him.
1: Like, how can I how can I pass it up? He's so He's so reasonably priced. So um, I, I
0: I think he's better He he certainly made more of an impact than Zelmoda. I'll say that.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair to say. So um Hmm Okay, so like starting starting up from the bottom, I would say, like He's definitely better than again. He's definitely better than Princess Maltiwa. He's definitely better than Zydos. He's definitely better than Zalmoda. Um okay, up into Bomb the Great. Cuz I think that's actually a very good spot like where he might start floating around because they're they kind of fulfill in many ways the same function.
0: Yeah, they pop in in the middle, they leave kind of suddenly, but they make a big impact while they're there. They shake yeah. stuff up on the villain side of things. Um, um, comparing the two of them, I think I like him better than Bomber the Great, honestly, because he, because there's more of a ramp up to him being there. Yeah. Right. And
1: also, he doesn't try to, like, kill a child.
0: Oh, yeah, that's
1: big. Yeah, which Bomber the Great definitely does try to, like, murder Prince bulldog. Um, And I hate Prince Bulldog, but he is still a robot child with a bulldog face. So, you know um yeah i think i think it is cooler i think he's got a cooler origin which is like i absorbed all the evil power in the universe slash like i'm a villain consultant as opposed to bomber the great whose origin i think is just like i i tried to take over before and i got launched away and now i'm back to fight you nerds yeah um okay so he's better than instructor richie hiker then we're up into a kamaru yeah. Or he's, sorry, he's better than Bomb of the Great. Then we got Akamaru. Akamaru is from Die Ranger. Yeah, and a, a, he is a, like someone's evil son. Yeah, he's an evil son. He's also an evil brother.
0: Oh, that's right. And he's. I feel like Akamaru is like much more central to Die Ranger. Like, you, you, you could have. He's around a lot. Right. Like, you could have most of. Uh, Car Ranger without Richie Hiker, you kind of can't remove a Kamaru from Dire Ranger and still have it work the same way. You
1: yeah, know? I think that's not. That, that, that's I mean, very even fair. because
0: they do kill him, and then Goma the Fifteenth
1: like gets nope. a
0: fishing pole and drags him out of
1: hell. Yeah, like he's my favoriteest boy. I'm fishing him out of hell. Um, okay, so I think that's yeah. I think he's gonna sit. Instructor Richie Hiker is just below a Kamaru and just above Bomb of the Great. Uh okay. So now we have the person who is a I guess objective. This is always weird to me. I guess it's not weird. It, it makes sense. But the the characters that are that end up being the the big monster, like the really big bad guy are often actually a lot less interesting than than the sort of, like, sub-villains that come before them.
0: Right, well, I, I think what happens is... So, like, we're talking about the Reckless Dash Emperor Exhaust, right?
1: Yeah, 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 sorry.
0: Okay, so, like, the thing is that... I think it has to do with the structure of the show. Because you want to have something come and shake stuff up near the end of the series. Like, ah, now here's, like, the even more powerful evil dude that they have to fight. But the the result of that is that that guy's only around for fifteen episodes, where is around for forty eight. You know, so you like they have time and capacity to develop Gynamo in a way that even if they had wanted to put more time and effort into developing Exhaust, and honestly, like it does not seem like they were super interested in that. But if they, even if they were, they just didn't have time. Yeah, and yeah, that's and that's... that's the same for. Uh Daimau from Kaku Ranger It's the same for Goma the Fifteenth from Dai Ranger. like man, Goma
1: the Fifteenth is so crazy. like uh, they
0: are crazy and cool and like you know interesting parts of those shows. but you know Goma the Fifteenth is
1: not as compelling a character as Shadam. no he's he's definitely not Well, okay, so let's kind of sit like I, I think we can say I like Me- Ruckus Dan Shepard exhaust. He's more interesting than like bomba the Great. Uh, he's got a plan. And I really, really like that. It's a weird plan. It's a weird plan. But, I, you know, I the thing that I think about that I like about this is that he is not driven by just, like, I'm going to murder everyone. Or, like, I'm going to destroy the universe. Or, like, I'm going to conquer this universe because that's just kind of my thing that i do he's like like, no he
0: is he is powered by all the evil in the universe he's the emperor of all the evil in the universe
1: but oh yeah he definitely is i don't want to say that he's not
0: but his plan is more like like his plan is to make like a giant intergalactic highway with no traffic laws and just have it be chaos like, he is much more interested in being reckless than he is in evil. Like, he's not evil-emperor-exhaust. dash He is reckless-emperor-exhaust. dash Good that, point. It's that, right there in the name. Yeah, like, that gives him an interesting sort of position on this list that other people wouldn't necessarily have.
1: Yeah. Uh, he is a very, very bad man, though. Oh, sure. Uh, so, okay. I think he's... I think he's cooler than, say, like... Yeah, he is cooler than Bomb of the Great. He's cooler than Instructor Richie Hiker. Um, he is a main villain, so I think that puts him above Akamaru. Uh, so then we're into the sort of, like, tran Transa Goma the 15th space. Um, I, I think
0: that the transition of Tran into Transa is interesting, and I think that he plays a cool part in the show. But also, like, prior to being Tranza, I think that Tran is, like, the least compelling of the four uh, Virum.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, So, yeah, I kind of
0: got to dig in points for that. So I think that maybe Exhaust goes above Tran slash Tranza.
1: As I'm kind of going up into the list, then we're getting into, like, Dowager Empress Hysteria, Kaiser Boldo. I think Dowager Empress Hysteria is my, like, she's my ceiling. For, for this dude. Like, he's he's not as good yeah. as her. Yeah, you know, hy-
0: Hysteria became a, like, actually surprisingly compelling character by the end of the series, especially yeah, in those like, last few episodes. Yeah, she starts
1: off, right, she starts off very boring, and then, like, as it goes, she's getting, like, more and more invested in, like, her son as the emperor, and then, like, when Bacchus Wrath dies, um, she's crazy, and she's evil, but she did care about her husband, and she does care about her son. Like, obviously... In a crazy and evil way, sure. In a very sort of like Roman emperor, like I will raise my child to go back and like crush everyone who's ever hurt me, uh, sort of vibe. But like it, but she it's cares a she Look family. on her, like it works, right? Like she's a pretty, ra- she's a pretty rad character. Uh, so he's definitely not as cool as her. So then, it it just kind of is reckless. Death, emperor Exhaust versus Goma the Fifteenth. I ki- I love Gomer the Fifteenth. He's an insane Eggman with like that like floats around in like a geometric void and has and- like
0: pinwheel mo he's got like weird pinwheel stuff going on. and yeah. also like it's it's kind of unclear as to whether or not he's a real person or made out of clay. Uh, and he does fish a Kamaru out of hell. Yeah, Man, I gotta tell you, I think Gomer the 15th is better than Reckless Dash Emperor Exhaust
1: I... yeah, I think he is Before
0: we started talking about it, I probably would have put Exhaust higher Just maybe because of, like, recency bias But I think Gomer the 15th is better
1: I think he is, and he's around a lot He's around a lot. Um, I th- Reckless Dash Emperor Exhaust is kind of funny because he's a villain that, like, hates the other villains and, like, looks down on them, and there's some comedy there. But Goma the 15th is, is just buck wild. Um, I think I got to give it to Goma the 15th. Yeah. All right. So that puts Reckless Dash Emperor Exhaust uh, at slot number... What is that? Uh, 13, it looks like. Okay. okay. So now we've got our boy, President Gynamo. President Gynamo rules. I love President Gynamo. President Gynamo does rule. Okay. That's the thing so about this President is, He's Dude, he's great. And I think one of the things, that I, I love President Gynamo in a lot the same way that I love, uh, like, the Three Stooges mm-hmm. from Die Ranger. Like, he's, he is a villain, yes. But he's not, he's not primarily motivated by, nor as far as I can tell is, like, even terribly interested in villainy. Like, he does blow up planets. Like, let's not, I mean, he blows up the planet hazard. He's, a, he's not a good dude. Um, but we do find out later that he's sort of been manipulated into this by, by exhaust. But he does still do it. But he's mostly interested in, like, kicking back and, like, drinking brews with his boys and trying to impress Zanet. Right. Like,
0: he does have, like, an evil gang, but he uses it mostly to impress a girl he likes. And he does have an evil base, but it's mostly just a bar where he hangs out with his bros. And, like, at this point, you can tell that he has, like, built his life up to this point where this is what it is. But any time that he has the opportunity to like move away from that, he always seems to gravitate away. He's like he's over it. He's like just at that part of his life where he's realizing he doesn't want to be like a biker gang leader forever, but kind of doesn't know how to quit.
1: Right, like when he when he has to leave, like when Instructor Richie Hiker kicks him out, like he does seem kind of like almost relieved. And then when he's <laughs> working at the Pachinko Parlor, it's like, this is actually kind of great. Like, Zanette wants to go back. But I feel like at the, even then, President Ganemo would have been pretty okay to, uh, to stay at the Pachinko Parlor. And then he's got this he's got that amazing face turn at the end.
0: Right. We're like, in the last episode, he realizes that, you know, Dachshund Emperor Exhaust has been playing him. And that Zanet sort of believes that he can be better than he is. Uh, and yeah, like, he turns and, like, the all the Bozoks start to help the car rangers. And then as soon as it's all over, he doesn't... This is also what I like about Gynamo, is that in the epilogue, Gynemo doesn't, like, stay the leader of the Bozoke but try to reform them. He just... Retires and gets he a job dips. at a barbecue
1: joint. <laughs> he's like, I'm good, man. I just want to hand out kimchi. Like it's cool. Uh, so yeah, I I love this dude. So, uh, having said all that, he's not great. He's not. He's not at the top of the list. He's not great. He's not Young Noble Junior. Um, Maria's really compelling. Maria's super compelling. Um,
0: but he okay. He's better than Gara. I'll say that. I like Gara. I like Gaara a lot. She's super petty. Uh I think she's actually
1: most in the list due to like the in, the intensity of her pettiness. Uh
0: but I think that Gynamo is a more sort of fleshed out character weirdly. Um
1: yeah, in an odd way. Uh okay, so where's so there's Empress Bacchus Wrath who's who's in there. Emperor Bacchus Wrath is also a very, very good villain.
0: Yeah, he's he's sneakily good, which is why he's yeah, as like high you list don't. He
1: he's got like a big round pot body, and you think he's gonna be a dumb villain when he shows up, uh, and then he actually he like cranks it to eleven and and becomes actually very very evil. Uh, <laughs>
0: and then remember the time he survived as a head, and then like in an asteroid somewhere. So that when his dying son finds the lab, he's able to, like, transmit the last of his life forms into Prince Boldo to turn him into Kaiser Voldemort. Like, And then doesn't
1: he, like, summon, like, a sword of pure darkness from, like, the depths of an alternate dimension or something? Uh,
0: no, it's out of, like, the center of the earth, I think.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, okay. Emperor Bacchus Wrath is... I I like Gynamo more and I think he's a great character but it is a villain list. Yeah, and uh, and and, it, I, and
0: Bacchus Wrath is definitely a better villain than Gynamo.
1: Yeah. So, okay, so President Gynamo comes in at spot number 7. Uh so that's that's a pretty good pretty good showing. Um okay, so we've done the we've done the mentor, we've so done we the villains. We villains. This is actually something um I want to throw this out. We haven't done this before. I thought it would be fun, Matt, to go through and rank each each individual ranger against their respective uh, respective colors. So we're sort of creating kind of like a dream team, like a ranger dream team. Like, who's the best yellow ranger? Who's oh, the best? Okay. Uh, we haven't done this before. So we'll let it, this will actually be a little bit like a five-year Five yeah. years we've five been doing seasons, this show. Five seasons, right? Uh, so it'll be like a five season retrospective to sort of see where where this lands. And uh, I, I thought about it a little bit. So Red Rangers, Blue Rangers, and Yellow Rangers are always there. Yeah. And then you've got about a 50 50 split between Green Rangers and Black Rangers. Uh, and there are some differences in character, but there are a lot of similarities. So I think we can sort of rate uh, rate the Green Rangers and Black Rangers together. I think that's and fair. and then uh, pink and white are the same same way. Like you've almost always got either a pink or a white ranger, and they often fill in many ways sort of the same same role on the team. And there's also five of them, so I think we can rank the pink Rangers and the white Rangers together. So do you want to start at do you want to start at our Red Rangers or do you want to start at the sort of the Green Black pink white end of the spectrum
0: um let's start with red right i feel like that is sort of the the natural starting it's either the natural starting point or the natural ending point
1: Uh, yeah you could flip a coin okay so our red Rangers so far we've got ryu from jetman ryo from die ranger we have sasuke from kaka ranger Kyosuke from uh car ranger of course and then goro from o ranger or I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, from O Ranger. All right, so okay, so top of the list, obviously, it's got to be Ryu or Rio.
0: Yeah, man, that, like it that has is to that, be. it's a like tough so... one too. I'm not sure which one. <sighs> Ryu is very good, obviously. He's extremely good. He goes through like the whole. There's the love triangle and. Also, like, like, with him him, and him becoming friends with Guy. And then he gets like married in friends. the last episode. Oh,
1: dude. Uh, and he has he and like, and all like his, this stuff his, with his, Maria. His, like, unwavering dedication to being, like, the captain of the Jetman. And also his, like, brief period of madness. Oh, man, I forgot about that. Okay, so now hold up. Don't forget, though, Matt, Rio has a has a really amazing uh rival in a way that Ryu doesn't. Because Ryu's rival is our number one villain, Jin the Demon Fist.
0: Oh gosh, that is true.
1: Whereas so like Ryu has a like he has a rival in Radigate. But Radigate is not like even though like Jin the Demon Fist is not on the list of like uh boss villains because he isn't that but if it were a but, ranking of boss villains it would like he would be up there
0: i mean he's at the top of our list of regular villains isn't he he's at
1: the top of our monster list and he would make a strong a strong i would say top 3 top 5 showing on the boss list despite not being a boss um there is an amazing rivalry in that season but it's not with it's not reuse it's guy's right it's guy and gray so
0: and oh, and Ryo also is like die is like die ranger Luke Skywalker, whose father whose
1: dad is like Iron Masks Choryu.
0: And he's like completely out of his element and he just sort of like gets thrust into this leadership position and has to figure it out. Okay, do you, you know And then the, and then he wears that shirt made out of springs and he trains real hard.
1: Oh, to fight Jin the Demon Fist.
0: No, that's when he was fighting... Oh, that was oh, when he was fighting... Know. Yeah, 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 that no, is. No, wait, wasn't that the time he was fighting the guy, who, like, the, the pot? The man who was a pot who, like, trapped all the other dudes inside of him?
1: No, Daigo fights that dude and punches his way out. That's um, right. Yeah. Oh, man, you know what? I think... I think it's Rio.
0: I mean this. I feel like if we had this same conversation on a different day, it could go either way. Frankly,
1: um, yeah, because
0: like there's a lot in both of those shows that's very good. I I am I am drawn to Rio over Ryu, but I I really it could go either
1: way. You know what? Me too. Let's okay. Let's say I think it's going to be Rio. It's Rio at the top, um, and then Ryu directly underneath us. Just a an incredibly strong second place. Um, Okay, so then we've got Sasuke, Kyosuke, and Goro. I gotta say, I think Goro's the bottom of my list. Yeah, Goro's. Not that I don't is, like Goro. He's
0: like, again, has some good moments, does a great, you know, does what he can with the, the material it's given to him. But of these five characters, he is the most just like cardboard cutout of a character.
1: Yeah, he's the captain, and he's again, yeah. Um, So Sasuke versus Kiyosuke, I think I lean. I think I lean Sasuke. I think he's just a little bit more interest. Kiyosuke has a great love interest with um with Zanette slash Vanity Mirror Fanbelt. Yeah, but that is really really good.
0: The thing is, like, aside from that, what does he have going
1: on? yeah that's it he does there isn't really much going on um Sasuke I I think is a much more yeah yeah again like all the seasons I like all these characters they're all great um but I think Sasuke is a lot more growth he grows he goes from in the same way like had no idea into being this like master ninja who's like doing all of this crazy stuff yeah aside from that he he doesn't really have have much going on um Kioske, that is. So, yeah, I think it's, I got to lean Sasuke. So, I think it's, uh, so Ryo, Ryu, Sasuke number three, Kioske number four, Goro number five. Yeah, I think that works for me. Yeah. All right. So, Blue Rangers. Uh,
0: so, obviously, the best Blue Ranger of all time is Shoji.
1: I was going to say, that's like, that's a real easy layup. Shoji's number one. Bullet um, Shoji, the warrior of love. Oh, my gosh. I love this dude. I would wear a t shirt with that man on it. Um, so, then we've got uh, Akko from Jetman uh Yugi from uh O Ranger, Nauki from Car Ranger and then Saizo from Kaka Ranger. Uh for me Saizo's the bottom of that list.
0: Yeah, and 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 again, every every person who I put at the bottom of this list, I'm gonna feel badly about because like I like these guys. But yeah, like for
1: sure. I don't feel good about putting anybody at the bottom, but, but like somebody's got to be. But like bottom.
0: Saizo and Seikai in Kaku Ranger Seika
1: is the uh yellow ranger.
0: They're they're both very underdeveloped. They kind of get paired together as like a comedy duo, it seems like a lot of the time. And you never get a chance for either of them to super develop.
1: Yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. So Saizo's down at the bottom. Um so we've got Akko, Yuji, and Naogi. I, I, I think, think Akko is.
0: Yeah, Akko is Akko
1: is my number two.
0: She's like in high school and also a superhero.
1: And also loves money so much. Just loves that money so so much. Terrible uh, I forgotten about the fact that I had forgotten about the fact that she's extremely greedy. Um yeah, so she's great at number two. I gotta say, I think now Slime 3 is my boy Yuji from O-Ranger. I really liked Yuji. Oh man, wait, just to cement Anko's space, uh she also, uh her episode, she had she had some amazing villains. She had God Noodle. Yeah, was a was a her villain, and then uh, Trash Dimension was also a villain from her. And also those the, are both in like top fifteen.
0: Oh, I, I guess the I guess Diamond's Dimension was sort of half an Akko thing, half a Kaori thing.
1: Yeah, he is also he's pretty high in the list. I don't remember exactly where he is, but so uh, I, yeah, again, Akko's number two. I I think Yuji's number Yuji's number three. He's just got more ha- he's got more heart than Naoki did. Yeah,
0: again, when Nauki is good, he's good. There's that time where he has to, like, get cursed with an evil headband to train to become very good at riding a bicycle.
1: Yes, and he does. He works out super, super hard. So he can,
0: like, chase down the leader of, like, an evil girl gang, which is great.
1: Okay, so I think this might be the toughest one for me. Um... Because it's Yellow Rangers now, and I love Yellow Rangers, and all of these characters are very, very, uh, very, very good. So you've got Kazu from Die Ranger, and then Raita from Jetman, and then uh, Sekai from Kaku Ranger, and then Juri from O Ranger, and Natsumi from Car Ranger. And they're all super rad.
0: Yeah, why, why is it that the Yellow Rangers are always like one of the best characters of the season?
1: Okay. Uh, I can tell you why, having done a lot of, having done, this is my, this is why I think, having done a lot of research about this. Yellow Rangers are in many ways, like the, uh, the heart and soul of the team. Like they are, they are like cheerful heroes who kind of like keep going when everybody else is, is kind of flagging. They have, like, great appetites for life. They tend to be very, like, joyful characters. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, there's just a lot to like, right? Like, Green Rangers tend to be, like, hot-headed and brash and, like, or, like, mysterious and angry. And, like, that's a cool character. But you're not like, oh, I love that guy. Like, what a cool person. I would like to be their friend. Whereas, like, the Yellow Rangers, like, you want to be their friend. Like, you want to you hang out with them. Um, and that's why I think they're all just so great.
0: That makes sense because I do love all of these people. Like, Rita yeah. Rita is like a cool. He, he's a farmer, and he loves his. He loves his farm, and he also loves the girl from his hometown. And he also kind of loves Kauri at some point.
1: Uh, I think just sort of as like a default, like he kind yeah. of. Um, yeah, he's man. He's a very and sweet
0: then, like, man. He's afraid of tom- the great tomato king, but he gets over his fear.
1: And Kazu? Kazu also comes from the country, but takes like a totally different tack. Raider's like, I'm from the country, and I love it, and I can't wait to go back there. Kazu's like, I'm from the country, and I do not like it. I am going to move to the city and be a hairdresser and the fanciest boy you've ever met.
0: Right, and like pretend that... And I'm still going to be a super nice guy, but I'm going to pretend that I'm less nice than like I I'm actually am to like, be nice. to like you know keep up my persona. <laughs>
1: Um, and then I'm yeah. gonna
0: befriend a magic turtle.
1: Okay. Oh, I forgot about the magic turtle. So, um, okay. So out of out of all of those, I think Sakai can go at the bottom. like I, I like Sakai. He's a fun character. He has that funny bit where he like becomes a giant because he eats too many hamburgers or something. Very good. Um, but um, aside from that, like he's he's just out of out of all of these. He's he's the least interesting. If, if
0: we're going bottom up on this one, then I think... Uh, we don't have to. I think I just.
1: He's an easy peg. Well it's, no. The I, rest I, of them are harder. I
0: I think that number four is probably Natsumi. Like Man, that does that feels very bad. It does feel to bad. Like it, because Natsumi is, I feel like, maybe the one of the best developed like she might be one of my favorite of the car rangers, but I don't think she's, she's one of my favorite. She's
1: definitely one of my favorite. My favorite car rangers are Natsumi and Minoru. Like definitely. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um But oh, man, that is a bummer to put her at
0: but like what of the which one of the other three is she better than? Jury? No, definitely not. Yeah, no. like I, I love Natsumi. She's got a magic wrench. And she can like <laughs> take apart a motorcycle as it is driving past her.
1: But Oh I forgot Oh man. Oh, and she has like an old man who she doesn't know his name. She just calls him Mr. Mechanic. Uh no. I, I okay, yeah, I think she's gotta be at four. Well, I don't know, okay. Kazu.
0: Kazu's the master of drunken boxing, Dave. He does fight a drunk tofu man. He gets in. He gets into a drinking contest with a tofu man.
1: And is extreme. He's also is extremely fancy. And the actor has a twin brother, and they got the twin brother to come on the show to do some crazy. Okay, no, no, and he you're controls
0: right, you're right. time. <laughs>
1: Oh, I, yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot the fact that he could control the flow of time itself.
0: Kazu <laughs> is it <was> very good.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So, Nazi V's number four. Um, okay, man. Uh, Raita, Raita, and Kazu. who's Who comes out on top there?
0: The Battle of the Rural Boys. Again, this is a Ryo-Ryu thing. Like, it could kind of go either way. Um, one of them... Listen, what? what okay, what's better? Drunken boxing or throwing a boulder? And also... That's I, a, you I, know,
1: that's a real mood-dependent uh, question, Matt.
0: I do want you to remember, Dave, that Raita at one point became, like, the hero of a clan of cave people back in back in caveman times.
1: Oh, he did do that. That's very, very true. Okay, now I think I gotta give it to Raita. Um so we've got a sort of a fuzzy like uh jury. Dude, I, straight up, jury's the top of my list. Really? I love jury. Hey, listen,
0: I love jury too. Jury can like, you know, kick the head off of a I don't know, a thing with a very
1: with a very strong head. Yeah. I, okay, Jury Okay, here's what I love about Jory. I love that Jory is a female character, but she is still definitely uh, the Yellow Ranger and just throws like the heaviest hands. Like, she just punch, like, she just cannot wait to punch you in the head. Just like as hard as she can possibly do it. Yeah. And I love that.
0: There was the time where she had like that whole stash of like. Rambo Commando gear, like, in the woods that she went to go collect.
1: Yeah, um, but also, like, loves dolls. I just, like, I, you know what I think it might be? I think it's that Jory in, because she is from O-Ranger, and O-Ranger is kind of, I think was the one of the weaker seasons we've seen, and the characters in it weren't as developed. And against that background, Jory shone so bright. Like every time there was a jury episode I was excited. Every time she was on screen, like I was stoked. Like Okay. Um I mean hey, yeah, listen. She was like she was a beauty and a beast together, like jury rules. Okay. Well let's uh, put Jury. Uh, she, you the know top. what it is? She reminds me of the Chief. She reminds me a lot of the Chief from Jetman. Like they have a very similar vibe and energy. Yeah, I can dig that. So Jury is my top. Um I think Raita and in Kazu's just below Raita. Um as a, as a very, very close third. Okay, so that's so, our Yellow Rangers. So, yeah, so it's Juri, to Kanzu, Natsumi, and Sekai. Uh Green, Black Rangers. Okay, well, obviously, Guy is the top of this list. Yeah, that's not even, we don't even need to talk about the rest of it. Um, well, okay, let me list the Rangers first. You've got Daigo from uh, Jetman. Sorry, Daigo from Dairanger. This show's not named after him, that's just a coincidence. Uh, Daigo from Dairanger, Guy from Jetman. Uh Jiraya from Kaka Ranger and then uh Shohei from O Ranger and then Minoru from Car Ranger. So now Matt, out of the Green Black Rangers, who's at the very top. It's Guy, obviously. Uh, it's obviously Guy. He's so amazing. Um he's the coolest guy. He's he's one of the best characters in all of Sentai. Uh he's got that amazing rivalry with uh, Ryu. He's got that amazing he- shirt. He's got that amazing shirt. He he's plays got a the rivalry saxophone. with Ryu. And he's got a rivalry with Grey, who is a number one villain. Yeah. Um, he
0: and dies it, like, at that, the end. He
1: dies at the end, and then he comes back as a ghost like 30 years later. Oh, Guy so is so uh, okay, good. Guy is so good. Okay, so Guy's at the top. Um, I I feel like for me, the 2-3 the two three slot is is going to be um, Daigo and Jiraiya. I like Minoru a lot. I really do. He's he's one of my favorite Car Rangers. He might actually be my favorite Car Ranger even over Natsumi.
0: I I like Minoru more than I like Shohei.
1: I do like Minoru more. The Shohei is kind of uh, a again, again like thanks well, for he's, thanks he's, for being he's here. He's got but. the O
0: Ranger problem. We're like all those characters are kind of underdeveloped.
1: Yeah, okay. So Shohei's at the bottom. I think Minoru's is above that, but he's not. He's not a Dago or a Jiraiya.
0: No, I mean Jiraiya... Okay, Jiraiya is a ninja cowboy, like a Japanese American ninja cowboy who's on, okay. He who's is on a quest to like. I get think it is more accurate to say for his dead father, who was a cop, who was murdered by his partner, who was a monster secretly.
1: Yes, I think it is more accurate to say he is. I mean, when you say Japanese American, he is an American person of Japanese descent. Like he speaks Japanese, but that dude also like he's from America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is a am- which is amazing. Also, he is a toad toad cowboy ninja man. Yes, uh, and sometimes that's amazing. with rollerblades. Sometimes with rollerblades, Daigo does punch his way out of hell and has a love relationship with like a mystical peacock lady. And also he works at a pet shop because he loves animals so much.
0: Daigo is extremely good. He is a, he's a very like... He, Daigo actually sort of in the, in a in a flip-flopped way from jury maybe. Daigo is like extremely like hard and also surprisingly soft. In a yeah, way that, that I think a... makes him a very like interesting dude.
1: Yeah. Um. There's a like
0: Jiraiya has a lot of stuff going on with him, but I think that Daigo is a more in like, like compelling, compelling character.
1: Compelling character. I'm yeah. I'm done with that. So Di- uh, Daigo at number two, Giant slot number three. Uh, okay, and then our pink and white rangers. We have uh, Rin. R- R- it's like this this like L R H sound that I can't make. Uh Rin is her Anglicized name, sorry. Uh Rin from Die Ranger, and then uh Kaori from Jetman, Tsuruhime from Kaka Ranger, Momo from O Ranger, and Yuko from from Car Ranger. I think Yuko's the bottom of that the bottom of that list.
0: Yuko is the bottom of that list. Yuko is also the bottom of the Car Ranger list. Like nothing yeah. against yuko but
1: she just there's nothing to her i think she she suffers more acutely from a kind of a generalized problem of pink rangers which is that too often their personality at least in these seasons is just girl like we have to have a girl here uh-huh and you're gonna be like the girly girl but like they never do anything like beyond that like Natsumi's definitely a girl and does do like some, I guess, stereotypically girly stuff, but she's got more going on yeah, than, but I, I, than just that. Akko's the same way. I
0: could tell you three things about Natsumi. I couldn't tell you anything about Yoko, and we just finished the season.
1: Yeah. So Yoko's the boss. I bottom know she's the list. accountant. Um, okay. Yeah, there you go. Uh, okay, so we've got, uh, as I said, we've got Rin. Rin, Kaori, Tsuruhime, and and Momo.
0: Rin is, like, nothing but wasted potential. There was so much they could have done with Rin. Because, like, in a show that was mostly centered around, like, Chinese kung fu and mythology, she was the character who, like, came from China and was, like, super connected to all that. And also, like... Co, her uncle, like Her like uncle invented all their stuff. Yeah, her uncle made all their equipment. Co lived in her like loft. Like everything sort of centered around her, but she herself was I, I keep saying that, like, describing people as underdeveloped, but she was definitely the most underdeveloped character in diary No,
1: I, I think that's very Um I think that's very fair to say. She was cool. You know, yeah. I like her. So where is she? Uh, where is she as regards Momo? I think Momo is better.
0: Yeah, I think that uh, Rin and Momo have the same sort of dynamic as Jiraiya and Daigo. Like, Rin's got a lot more stuff to her, but Momo always made for a more interesting episode.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, Momo is a cool. And I think, again, I think Momo does kind of have the problem of, like, oh, her personality is just sort of like girl but i think that the people who were writing momo paid a lot more attention to that and really thought about like all right if we're going to have this character and she is going to be like sort of very stereotypically feminine what can she like what can we do with that that's more than just like being interested in like shopping and boys which is kind of where Yuka was at right like, and like she, momo
0: is a character who had a life she had like a past and you know, hopes
1: and dreams and preferences. Yeah. And she had like, she was, well, we talked actually a lot about this when we were talking about, um, writing the, the RPG and like the struggle of coming up with like a cool version of the pink Ranger. And like, what does that look like? And I feel like Momo is in many ways, like the best version of that. She is this sort of like heart of the team who has like, uh, who is like very powerful in her optimism, and her care for other people, and uh-huh. I thought it was really cool. So she's definitely better than Ren. Um, she's not as cool as Kaori or Tsuruhime. No,
0: Kaori and Tsuruhime, and I think it's interesting that we put the pink and white rangers together, but the like the pink rangers are all at the bottom, and Kaori and Tsuruhime are at the top.
1: It's, you know, I as I'm... Kauri and Momo are... Suri, I'm sorry, I should say, I think Suruhime is the, the number one. Like, Suruhime rules. Like, she's she's totally rad. She is in many ways, like, the de facto leader of the team. I think um, that's fair.
0: Kauri has a lot going for her, and she's got a cool arc, uh, and she's got, like, she's got, like, a butler and a mansion, and the one time she buys every diamond in Tokyo to... Over- every jewel. Ju- every piece of... Every jewel. Every jewel. Just everything. She, every jewel in Tokyo <laughs> to overload, like... Akko's supernatural greed that's been like placed on her by Diamond Dimension.
1: Um, Kauri's
0: very yeah. good.
1: Kauri is very good. But uh, yeah, again, Tsuruhime, like even when Sasuke does fully take over as the leader of the team, Tsuruhime, like he def- he defers to Tsuruhime in, in a lot of things. Uh, I think that's very, very cool. So Tsuruhime is the top of my list. Kaori is, I think the coolest thing about Kaori is her development from, um, rich, rich girl who just sort of like gets thrown into this thing, from that to like really dedicated hero, yeah, like really dedicated and competent hero.
0: Yeah, no, uh, she's very good, but you know, Surahime.
1: Yeah, well, I'm just so no no Surahime's at the top. I. I'm sort of thinking about like Kairi versus Momo. Oh um, no, I, I think Kairi's better than Momo. Momo is good, but Kairi, like,
0: there's all this stuff with Guy and all this stuff with Ryu, like all of that relationship stuff. Like,
1: oh, they, no, and no, you no, know, and, and, yeah, and yeah, again, yeah, no, I feel like sure,
0: all the sure. all the characters from Jetman get a boost just because the show was much better written yeah, okay, and and Jet much Man's more so like character focused. So like the characters just do well on these lists
1: okay so our our dream team is Ryo, and shoji and juri and guy and surihime and yeah man i would watch i'd watch the bejesus out of that, that would, series that would, that be, that would a be a very amazing. good
0: one our our bottom is is doro <laughs> saizo sekai shohei and yoko
1: um, And I would probably I mean, I, skip that season. I mean,
0: I'd check out the first episode or two.
1: I'd watch the first episode of it, but I, I wouldn't be excited about it. Um, okay. okay. Now, here's so, a question.
0: Of those five, who do you think would be the breakout hit of the season? Like, if, if you were to, like, if there was a season with those five as the team. The bottom five? Yeah. Uh, at the end of the season, who do you think you would look at and be like, that's the one. That's sure, that's hey. my favorite. Shohei. Yeah, definitely. definitely Shohei, 100%. Yeah. I don't know why um, it jumps out so much, but it's absolutely
1: Shohei. It's the, it's the eyebrows. He's just got the most heart, man. Yeah. He's got the most heart. Um, okay, so the last thing on this, on our, our sort of like all-season all retrospective, Matt, is that we stack Car Ranger up against uh, every other season of Sentai that we've watched. Right. So our list as of right now is Jetman is top of the list. And then uh, Die Ranger underneath that, and then Cocker Ranger, and then O Ranger.
0: Now, I feel like it's going to have to go somewhere in the middle because I know it's not as good as Jetman, and I know it's better than O Ranger.
1: It's definitely better than O Ranger. It's not as good as Jetman. It's definitely not as good as Die It's not as good as Die Ranger. So, is it better or worse
0: than Cocker Ranger? And I think these are actually are the two of the five seasons. Cocker Ranger is the season that it. That Car Ranger is most similar to. Like, you know, sort of uh vibe
1: wise. Yeah, I I think that's I think that's fair. Um I I don't think it's as good as Cocker Ranger. I think the um the villains in Cocker Ranger are better. Like Conquer Ranger has our number two villain, which is Young Noble Jr. Um, yeah which is which is huge. Now I,
0: um, I will say that I think the reason that the villains are better in Cocker Ranger than they are in Car Ranger is because instead of getting a bunch of compelling villains, we got like zanet and President Gynamo who aren't at the end of the series aren't really villains.
1: Okay, yeah, that's actually, that is a very so good we, point. So we, we um, got
0: good characters in those slots. They just didn't fill the villain role the same way that they did in Cocker Ranger. I don't disagree with you. I think that Cocker Ranger holds together better maybe than uh, uh, Car Ranger does. You know, here's,
1: here's what I'll say, Matt. I think you're right. We did get great, great characters, even though they didn't really fill the villain slots. The problem with that is there wasn't a good villain. You know what I mean? And, and, like, Sentai does need... Like, I like that Gynamo has a face turn. And I like that Zanat turns out to be Vanity Mirror Fanball. And I think that's cool. And his characters, I really like them. But Car Ranger does lack, like, a really solid unifying villain in the same... In, like, that Jetman did have. And that, you know, Conker Ranger did have. Yeah, and, in those, and, I, in those and I think
0: because Car Ranger is, like, a comedy series, maybe... I don't know. Maybe it's difficult to have, like, a legitimately spooky or like creepy villain in a comedy series because you know if you had like a daimao show up at the end of yeah like it would not make any sense like it would be like it would be total (laughs) whiplash right yeah um So, so like exhaust is kind of perfect because he's just like this big blob like with the word evil written all over him um you know metaphorically at least Right. And he just sort of fills that slot, and they fight him, and they win. But yeah, it's there are parts of the show that I really like. I'm very glad we watched it. I, I, you know, i i I will think back on it fondly forever. But I don't think it's better than Cocker Ranger.
1: No. So, um, I think slide number four. So it's 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 better than a ranger. It's not as good as Cocker Ranger. And and there we go, man. Thanks very much, Car Ranger. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Car it's Ranger. It's been a great time. And thank you, Dave. And thank you...
0: Thank you, Matt. Listeners. Dave, we have been... This is the end of five seasons of the Super Sentai Brothers.
1: That is pretty wild that we have been been doing this quite so long. I remember when we... Like, I remember when we did episode 10 that it was a star that we were like, I can't believe we've actually done 10 episodes of this thing. Dude, I remember... And then we did the same thing at, like, 50 and 100.
0: I remember when we, um... Before we started doing the show, because originally we were just going to call the show Live and Let Die Ranger, and I think it was Mark recommended, like, well, what if you're going to want to do a second season? Like, you should give the show a different name and then give it subtitles so that you could keep going if by the end of 50 episodes you're actually going to keep doing it. And now we are at the end of, like, at least 250 regular episodes. It's probably close to the... 275 with all like the super sentai buddies and extra bonus stuff which is wild
1: it is yeah that's that is nuts man Uh, Um, and thank
0: you listeners whether this is your first season or your first episode or if you've been with us the whole time um we we very much enjoy bringing this show to you uh thank you mark once again for all of your hard work uh putting this stuff together and also, all of your hard work this year doing a bunch of bonus episodes with both uh, yeah, thanks. It's Brian been a wild and uh, your daughter Ivy, which have always been delightful. And, oh, also sometimes with me. Sometimes Mark and I do a bonus thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, me. Great job. Uh, anyway, Dave, that's that. I guess that's it. Do you have anything else before we want to wrap up?
1: You know what? I... I do not. Um, I'm excited to do... We're doing Mega Ranger next, right? Yeah, Mega
0: Ranger is next on our list. Uh, and that, I think, is going to be very good. I, I, I haven't, like, taken notes for it, but I did watch the first episode a while ago just to sort of get a gauge for how it feels. And it, Dave, feels pretty good. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Right. Well, anyway, uh, that is going to do it then for the final episode of Licensed to Car Ranger. Before we finish up here, I'd like to remind you all, you can email the show at SuperSentaiBrothers at gmail.com. If you want to get any updates on future episodes or checking out what we're talking about on Twitter, we are at Uh Dave, if anyone would like to get in on the uh, playtest for Ghost Sentai Heroes, how would they do that?
1: You just email me at GoSentaiHeroes at gmail.com and I will get the rules out to you and uh, put you on the list for any future updates.
0: Right on. Uh, Folks, remember, if you like the show, please remember that shining in the iTunes review section, there are five stars. But more important than that, uh, we're, as we've been saying, just about to start a new season. And a new season is always a great time to hop into the show. So, if you have been on the fence about recommending this show to any of your friends or acquaintances or enemies, um, now is a great time to do it. Let them know that we're going to be starting up Mega Ranger, and they can hop in without having to have any sort of prior knowledge of our podcast.
1: Yeah, particularly your enemies. It's a good show way to to mend bridges. Yeah.
0: Uh, Anyway, the the Super Sentai Brothers are a production of Retrograde Orbit Radio. To listen to any of the other great Retrograde Orbit Radio shows, you can find us all at retrogradeorbitradio.com. Once again, we are the Super Sentai Brothers. I'm Matt. I'm Dave. And we'll see you next season for the greatest show on Earth.